Mary Maria Sprout. 15 seconds to curtains, you three. Oh. Oh. No one's here. Well, I guess I'll just be going then. I'm in my childhood bedroom, so that's why everything was a lot different. Also, I sound different because there's shit everywhere. So, more shit to absorb the sound. <laughs> Yay! Uh, <laughs> I'm in the black void as I always am. Of course, I expect nothing different. I love my black void. It's lovely. It's wonderful. <laughs> How have you been? I've been good. Just been working. That's I love. Okay. I like my job a lot. So that's, that's so that's great. good. I'm really happy to hear that. I do like being like. I was talking to Maria last night, and mm -hmm. she said that we're. She's like, it's weird that we're public figures now, and I'm like. I'm not a public figure. I'm not a government official. <laughs> I just talk about Muppets on the internet. I'm not a public official. It felt public solely because of how insane my phone was blowing up that night. People were coming to me and were like, Mary, what's going on? And I'm like, I know just as much as you guys. It was literally happening for us as everyone saw it. So like, yeah, I just, Bleh. I, I, that's, I think me and I waited a while to give you some space before we're like, hey, what's yeah. going on, you guys in the group <laughs> chat? Because <laughs> people were asking me and I'm like, <laughs> that was wild. We talked about it in um, Henson Struggles yesterday. Yeah, that, that was a Henson Struggle. That, that, that was... totally was. There was nothing that was going to top that for the week. Oh. That was insanity. That was anarchy. It was just like... It was like, it was like man, last night was so wild on Muppets. So it's like, oh, was, was a project announced? No. No. <laughs> There's these two Muppet fans. Started <laughs> dating. You know the fandom's really low and that's the uh, <laughs> that's the insanity for the day. You wouldn't believe it. Have you this one Muppet fan podcast? Two of the co-hosts dating. Oh, so both Insane. of the co-hosts are dating. Oh no, there's one, but she's really single. <laughs> oh no, she's like, it's like, well, how single is she? Like, really single, guys. Oh, no. <laughs> I am literally the Mark Hamill to, to Maria's Carrie Fisher, and you're uh. What's his name? Harrison Ford. Him, Harrison Ford. I was about to say Harrison Han Ford. Solo. <laughs> Have you seen, there's a video of, I don't remember what magician it was, but it was someone at Harrison's house doing a card trick where Harrison- He's like, get the fuck out of my house. He's just high as hell. <laughs> I love so Harrison. Funny. That is me. Love him. <laughs> love him. Oh my god. I love it. I'm Mark Hamill, but instead of being too obsessed with my own vanity and how hot I am, I'm just kind of I just got really into Canadian murder dramas. <laughs> for the record, I have to like just, just state for the podcast real quick, just because I'm a fan of Canadian murder dramas now does not make me any less of a Muppet fan. Have you it tried Muppet casting the show yet? I did. I made a thread Ooh, a week ago. I, how did I miss it? <laughs> what? I 
Do you know, I, I made a thread a week ago. I need to look for that later. I made it after work. It was like, I like, I put a, I put way too, I don't know if like, it looks like I put little thought into it, but I put like a lot of thought, a lot more thought into it than I should have. <laughs> and yeah. That's funny. I I love it. Only people I feel like I've truly disappointed by getting into Canadian murder shows. One, myself. Two, my followers. Three, Sam the Eagle, because it is a Canadian murder show. <laughs> I, I, it wasn't intentional, Sam. It just happened that way. You know who you made very happy, though? Go both raggle. There's one character on the show who is, he's, a lot of them don't have, like, very distinct Canadian accents, except for mm -hmm. one guy. And every time he speaks, I'm like, oh no, Gobo fucking Fraggle's gonna speak again. <laughs> <laughs> and he's oh like, and he's like, he's a mostly conspiracy theorist character where they're like, okay, who could have murdered this person in a field? And he's like, aliens. It was aliens, guys. I know it. It's aliens. I love it. I'm just like, okay, Gobo, calm, sit down, sit down. <laughs> 1800s alien stories. I'm waiting for him to like say one of these episodes because we got a new season coming soon. Mm -hmm. Finished all I didn't finish all 14 seasons. I only started lightly watching in season 10 and really into it around season 11. But season 15 is coming soon. I'm waiting for him to describe Fraggles in one of these scenarios. <laughs> Can't say Fraggles because it takes place in the early 1900s, but mm. can describe them. Colorful little monsters running around with tur with like turnips in mind. They kill them. They love singing. <laughs> the Smurfs like the Smurfs. Have you seen uh any of the trailers for the new Smurfs show? I've seen a few. I saw one of them. I like the animation style for mm -hmm. it, but a little. I'm a little. I'm slightly disappointed that Danny Pudi isn't voicing Bernie Smurf again because I just like yeah. to see Danny Pudi employed. <laughs> just some people I like to see have jobs. Yeah, I'm like I like watching Danny Pudi. I want to see him in more things. Yeah, he does. He I think he's one of the better celebrity voice actors. Which I know a lot of people are like we don't like celebrity voice actors. Which depends on the celebrity. Depends on the yeah. performance. Depends on the director. It so many different factors that it's not just yeah. one thing and it's also have to and i do you, you understand that it is a lot more difficult for voice actors to find work within their specific craft mm -hmm. also not a ton of voice actors just are how do the specialty of just voice acting a lot of them do yeah. a lot of live action stuff as well so mm -hmm. it's very true it's, it's like every matter isn't just black and white yeah I'm very impressed with the Smurfs animation for a TV show. Oh, it looks fantastic. Yeah, I, it's like, whoa. I, I hate to sound like a jaded old person, but <laughs> a lot of like TV CG animation doesn't impress me. And this isn't mm -hmm. including like streaming stuff where like yeah. Disney Plus definitely has an advantage with which. Well, they I have money. I haven't, seen, I haven't seen Monsters at Work yet, so I can't really I speak on either. it. I either. I need to. It looks pretty. It, it looks, looks really pretty. good. Yeah. But most CG animation, in my experience, doesn't, for television, doesn't look good. 
looks very sloppy. It looks mm-hmm. CG. You can't be cheap. Yeah. I think because if you, if it's cheap, it looks very disjointed and ugly mm-hmm. and it's very movements obvious. too uncanny. Yeah. The only uh the only CG animated show, and this might just be the nostalgia seeping in, that I think I really enjoyed. That I thought, oh, this visually looks fine, was Jimmy Neutron. Yeah, but I think it's also because the movie CGI was also kind of meh. So they really looked similar. So you were like, oh, this is like the movie quality. Yeah, but like back at the barnyard, that movie, it did look great with CG, but the show somehow looks so much worse. Yes, very much so. Again, this isn't the fault of like the anime, the, the people who are working yeah, no. who are working on the show. It's kind of more of a budget thing. Yeah, I think it's a mixture of budget and also that was what mid two thousands. Want to say it was late two thousands, possibly early twenty tens. I don't, I don't have a good timeline for this. I don't either. I never watched that show. I just remember it existing, and I know Rob Paulson's in it, and that's it. Yes, he is. He plays Peck. I watched it if it was on. Mm-hmm. They, I remember, I don't know why I remember this one specific episode very well. And it was the episode that was just a giant Beatles parody. Where they, all the animals just put on wigs and suits and, and everyone was like, oh yeah, these are humans. And it was just a giant Beatles parody. Oh my god. I, I don't know why I remember that as vividly as I do. I do. I love that. I'm trying to think of other CGI shows that would have been out at that time that are even. The Science Kid looked good. I mean, it was kind of past my time, but it looked visually good. Sid the Science Kid, I have seen a handful of times because. My cat has separation anxiety, so I would turn on PBS Kids when I was gone. So I would catch some things on. And the the quality is pretty good, but the movement kind of creeped me out. Yeah, I, which I thought they were kind of doing like what they were doing with like Waldo in the beginning, which, you know, great example. But like it was like puppetry. It wasn't just yeah, they actually they actually puppet puppeted the the models on computer it's really wild and neat yeah, but which I, i'm sorry i'm surprised the movement looked that boring the yeah. puppetry but maybe like the technology just wasn't all there yet i do love the clip where sid asks where they come from and he walks through a wall and it's the animation studio it's perfect I love it's fourth very jokes. great the maniacs is coming back and i told I'm... everybody uh-huh. I told everybody what the announcement schedule would be, and everyone's like, "No, you're wrong. We don't know." And I'm like, "It's going to get announced in. It's going to be announced in August. The season's going to come out September, November." Yeah, I already With- had a feeling it would be late in the year because Rob had uh, an Instagram live and said that he expected either October or November. Again, it makes sense with last year. Yeah. Like, because this is the same thing happened last year. And everyone's like, we're never going to get a season two. I'm like, okay, I've been an Animaniacs fan for too long. As long as I'm not waiting another 20 years, I'm good. (laughs) Yeah, it's fine. I'm I'm used to waiting. 
I've seen some people, like I saw an article where they were saying something in the new season is going to be some like safety tips. And someone's like, ooh, is Mr. Skullhead coming back? But they've already, so. they've already said that they don't have any plans for the background characters in season two. And they would bring them back in season three if it was Greenland. They said that back when they first released the okay. first season. Okay, but also before they released the first season, they said, well, we only have like a few cameos here and there for like Squid and like... Maybe, like, you'll see a few characters in the background, and then we got the, um, Chicken Boo episode. That's true. So, it can lie. So, I I, I don't say, oh, we're gonna get, like, a slappy squirrel segment. No. Oh, yeah, no, no, no. Probably not. Let's be, let's be reasonable maybe, here. Maybe season three. Maybe. I think Sherry Stoner's retired now. I... I hope she would let. I think she might come back just to do like a voiceover. I think she. But would. I don't. I I know she's talked about like when people ask her about Slappy not being in season three or in in the new series. She said they never called me. Like I would have done yeah. it if they asked. So uh, she also might be. Sta- uh, but there's also a possibility that she could be very upset about Tom Ruger not being involved which is a can of worms i am not getting into i don't want to (laughs) no it could be like could be a loyalty thing in that 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 aspect and that's as much as i'm saying about it because i don't (laughs) want to talk about that no i i don't wow it's really pouring out there sorry it's storming outside so i'm I'm just I love rain. I I like it a lot more now that I'm older. I think thunderstorms are a lot more fun. Like, mm-hmm. you're a kid, they're very scary. But when you yeah. grow up, you're like, okay, this is gonna. It's we're gonna get some like EDM in this earth right now. <laughs> Drop the bass, God. Boom. <laughs> <laughs> he even has a laser show. It's the lightning. This. Just think about it. Like, I remember when I was a kid, they're like, kids, don't be scared of thunderstorms. I went to a Catholic school. Kids, mm. don't be scared of thunderstorms. That's just God bowling in heaven. Now I'm older, I'm like, no, that's God having an EDM and having a rave in heaven. <laughs> <laughs> I I don't really remember a time where I was afraid of thunderstorms. Solely because I grew up in Florida and it rains every single day at 3 p.m which would happen to be nap time as a small child. So I think it's just ingrained in my head now that rain makes me go to sleep. Makes sense. Yeah. I'm I I was I was I don't I was scared of thunder when I was like really little really little and then I'm just mm-hmm. kind of like it's not ideal. Not a fan of it. Don't want to be outside when it's going on. And now I'm yeah. like bring on the thunder, thunder. I, I love rain solely because it means I actually sleep. <laughs> I want to say, oh, I'm sleeping better, but like, no, I'm not. <laughs> I my sleeping prime was when I was like unemployed and not like taking my medication. Yeah, that was my sleeping prime, and now I'm like, okay, having way too much coffee again. <laughs> My sleep has been terrible recently. I've had a problem of 
falling asleep around maybe midnight, 1 a.m., waking up at 2, 3 a.m., and then staying up until 8 a.m., and then going back to sleep. It's terrible. So every weekday, I wake up at 6.25 in the morning so I can get ready and everything. But I usually, when I get home, I'll, like, veg for, like, an hour. Like, just lay in bed, scroll through Twitter, and then I'll go downstairs, eat dinner, watch television with my mother, because I live such an exciting life. (laughs) Then then I'll go upstairs, shower, and then, like, I'll be at, like, 11 p.m. I watch watch tv with my mother for way longer than i should <laughs> love i love that woman dearly but i'm just like i'm gonna head up and she's like but we're, we can watch our murder show and now we can't do that anymore because we finished it <laughs> fun you watched it too fast you watched the entire thing i only watched <laughs> the last four seasons <laughs> i i she's like well now you've got to watch the other ten other nine and i'm like that's a lot of show it is it's like supernatural except not as probably queer baiting no it it's it's not queer baiting like we have a gay we we, we've had like two gay characters Mm -hmm. we've had a we've had like i think she was either bisexual or a lesbian they killed off her love interest but that was like Mm -hmm. early 2010s when everybody was killing off the gay love interest Now we have, like, the second gay character who was my favorite character before he... I knew he came out before before I knew he was gay because he stuck around for three seasons to, like, in- properly introduce him because you have a show running that long, you're like, yeah, we can introduce a character over the stretch of three seasons and then yeah. be like, oh, they're gay. Ugh. Yeah, I'm just thinking to Supernatural how, like, yeah, sure, they could kill off a character, but they could just come back. I mean, no, it's, this is 19, actually have brought back characters they've killed, and it's been, like, (laughs) it's been so, like, campy, where my mom's like, okay, but she's dead, and I'm like, apparently she's not, but then we had to watch her body get, like, lasered, and, like, the effect was so poorly rendered, it was hilarious. And there's this guy who, he's the main, like, uh, overarching villain now, he's died, I want to say, five times now? I'm like, is he really dead? At some point, you're just like, yeah, it's whatever. They'll come back. It's like he he faked his own, like, post-mortem. How? And now he has, uh, gotta explain this plot, because I, I, it's, I tried talking about it on Twitter one night, and I felt like a crazy person, but... (laughs) Plot, uh, this character, the plot of this episode was that there's this villain... Is going against the. He's a former secret American Secret Service agent, but because the show takes place in Canada, everything mm-hmm. revolves around Canada. So yeah. his plan was that he was going to try to infiltrate into Canada, lead an invasion into Canada, so that the United States could invade and colonize Canada. Hmm. That when global warming started happening in eighty years, <laughs> the temperature would be just. Right. <laughs> and sound a little crazy. Okay, this is his plan for the episode on how he was going to do it. Mm. He kidnapped this scientist in the show who's, like, fictional named James Pendrick. 
he's like, I know what you're doing. I know that you're trying to invent a vaccine for rabies. But in order to do that, you had to create a super strain of rabies so that you could test it and then test the cure. So you have ra- an accelerated form of rabies that takes place that can that can manifest in the body and kill you a lot sooner. Mm-hmm. I want that, and I'm going to use that to kill Canadian government officials. Lovely. And so, but he got uh, injected with the super rabies after the end of the episode. So who knows? And went to the bottom of the ocean. So who knows? That that plot reminded me of a game that I really love called what is it? Presentable Presented Liberty, something along those lines. The whole game, you're stuck in a jail cell, and you keep getting letters. And in the outside world, a very rich man developed a very deadly vac- er, very deadly disease. It also created the vaccine for it. It was charging exuberant amounts of money for this vaccine. However, the disease um, kind of morphed and got worse and just basically killed everybody. <laughs> I don't know why you made me think of that game, but it's, it's I mean it's not off it's not too off, but it's like it's like the most ridiculous stuff like that. <laughs> I'm like, I feel like I have to like I'm like, I'm not crazy, but this is what happened in the show. <laughs> You're not crazy. Whoever wrote it's crazy. I know whoever wrote it's crazy. And they're like <laughs> and like now all the writers are like on Instagram posting pictures they're like we wrote this episode we wrote that episode i'm like one of you is just going off the rocker and just writing whatever comes to mind and you're my favorite writer on the show (laughs) it's like it's like i like the stupid episodes more than anything like whenever they come on my mom's like oh like something like this again i'm like this is fantastic i love it (laughs) going on the crazy i'm here for it i completely understand that because all of, like, the entire budget for the show kind of just goes to, like, location and costumes mm. because it's a period piece. Yeah. So it has to, like, go to that to make this setting look realistic. Yeah. None of the money goes to any effects so whenever, or, like, action or anything they, when they try to do something like this. So the result is always hilarious. <laughs> it's, like, so campy and bad. And I love it's, it. It's funny. It's so funny. Campy is one of my favorite things like it's a very it's a very campy show and i love it it's also like it's like it's just a history it's a like a campy show for history nerds it's really season 14 sucked though i i hated season 14 with a bird it started good it started Mm -hmm. good after the super rabies it was really all downhill (laughs) from there i wouldn't have guessed (laughs) no who it's it's not like it got crazy or campy. It just started taking itself way too seriously. Oh, and so I'm fun. kind of on giving shows the benefit of the doubt whenever they start talking about serious subject matter like homophobia and racism and, you know, stuff like that. I'm, I'm not giving them the benefit of the doubt. Like, the resources are there. Mm-hmm. Can or It's it's 2021. For, uh, your character development for your gay, for your gay character should not just be hate crimes. Yeah, it's, no. It's it's for how miserable can we make this one character? That's not character development. You did really good the past few seasons. You can stop this. No, that sounds like supernatural. 
like, oh, it's just. Uh, and then, like, it just stop torturing your character. Stop torturing them, please. Yeah. <laughs> it's cruel. You just want one episode where it's like a slice of life anime where they just go to the beach and have a fun day. I do sometimes get those episodes. There's one episode where they went, episode where four characters went camping and one of them got high, accidentally got high off shrooms. It was fantastic. It was perfect. Oh no. There was another episode where like this rich family decided, yeah, we're rich. We're gonna like have we're gonna make our own country. Just have it be our house. Fantastic episode. Was that an episode of Family Guy? It was, but it's now also an episode of Murdoch <laughs> Mysteries. Uh, that's wild. Because one one gay man in a lavender marriage was like, I wanna mm. be king. His wife was like, okay. <laughs> Whatever you want, sweetie. Sounds like Wayne. Out of Wayne and Wanda. Oh, yeah, that does. Yeah. Entire show, all of the, like, the straight romance dy- dynamics, they're mainly just girl boss and male wife. Mm. Which, again, highly respect that. Yep. That's the best, like, straight romance dynamic I think there is. I love a good yeah. girl boss. I love a good male wife. <laughs> there was literally a conversation at the beginning of one of the episodes where like two of the characters were two of the guy characters were like let's talk about how awesome our strong independent wives and <laughs> wives slash girlfriends are <laughs> and I'm like yeah you go male wives I you love go. that go just oh, a bunch so of male good. wives having a good time <laughs> um off topic did you see that uh, they released the Tango puppet for Sesame Street? Oh, I didn't. I was at work. Terrifying. Cute. Terrifying. They didn't do the magic triangle for the eyes. No. So they're like kind of further apart than they should be. And they're very wide and scary. <laughs> I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to just deliver a hot take real Ooh. quick. Give me a hot take. I think most like starting like 2000s era Sesame Street Muppets. Not that cute. Mm. They just a lot of them. They're just not. They they're just there's this visual element that feels like it's missing. Mm-hmm. It just feels like. It doesn't feel like, oh, this is just like a cool character design. It's just like, OK, this feels too manufactured if you get what i mean i do hang on i just i just sent you the puppet so you can get an opinion is it why is its eyes that small and far apart it's really weird could literally just fix it by giving it bigger eyes It's really weird. Such an easy (laughs) fix. Why is its head so big? That dog's the size of Elmo. You either have to make the head smaller, you have to make the eyes bigger. There's like, there's no in between here. (laughs) Oh! Why did Sesame Workshop screw this up so badly? Why didn't they just. Fix Barkley. Barkley is like, I, 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 
don't want to be too unfair to Tango because Tango's new. Tango's cute. Tango's like a cute little puppy, but Barkley. <laughs> Barkley is my boy. <laughs> Barkley is my ride or die. I don't. Tango's like, okay, like it's cute for the moment. Mm-hmm. Like, Tango is like, um, remember like uh, those like cereal straws from the early 2000s? I saw they're bringing like, those back. For like all the rage for two years? Mm hmm. Tango. I, I was gonna say, like, Tango is cute, but it feels like a character that won't stick. Yeah. It's yeah. it's good at the moment, but I don't see it have it lasting having long term relevance. Mm-hmm. Barkley. Barkley is like good Italian bread they bring before your dinner at a restaurant. <laughs> always loved, always good, mm-hmm. always appreciated. Yes, correct. I know I know they've said Barkley hasn't been on the show solely because they don't have the budget to fix the puppet. But come on. Come on, you're you're do another DoorDash commercial and get that money. We will start a GoFundMe. On do like I know like y'all are like, we don't want to commercialize Sesame Street too much. Well you're already doing it, you might as well make a little extra. <laughs> so I mean true. if we're selling if we're selling out, go make a few more Chrysler commercials just for Barkley. Let's let's go that extra mile, guys. Come on, <laughs> don't be a coward and sell out halfway. Go the full extra mile. Take that coin. Get the coin. Get that Barkley back. Please, I need him. I need him. Oh. I'm not watching Sesame Street until Barkley comes back. <laughs> Good luck. I am protesting. <laughs> oh, man. I'm so excited for everyone to hear the episode that we just did. Because we talked about... This... Go ahead. We talked about the Fraggle Rock movie. Oh. Yes. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Talked about Joseph Gordon-Levitt and I couldn't even attempt oh. to defend him. Oh. Oh no! So I had to I had to read his quote in which he called himself a frisky young man. I hate him so much. I like that Colin Jost is like my parasocial enemy because no matter how many times I talk about him, I know he'll never be relevant. Mm-hmm. You were married to, like, one of the most famous women in the world. You're on one of the biggest shows in the world, and no one still knows who you are. Yeah, no, I only know who he is because you hate him. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. <laughs> His only relevancy is because I hate him. Mine is purely just jealousy. My hatred's purely out of jealousy. Oh, I just actually hate Colin Jost. <laughs> I, I, I seriously hate him. I, I'm not jealous. I just... I get that. I, I get that completely. Tip man, I can see how he's very easy to be envious of. Mm-hmm. Colin Joe's no. Hit your stupid face. I looked up how many times Q-Tip Man has done anything with uh, Muppets Sesame Street. It was like seven times, not including That's the Fraggle a- movie. That is impressive. I think he is just a fan. 
Yeah, but I'm just, I'm still jealous and angry. Oh, I, oh, yeah. I totally get that. <laughs> I, I just can't get genuinely angry if someone's like genuinely is a fan of what they do. Like, yeah, like you you go ahead. You're terrible, but do your thing. Do you want to know the thing that really made me like genuinely angry? What? <laughs> when he did the 50th and oh. he was saying like Oh, I remember all those important moments that happened in the show. And it would go back to like when everyone first met Snuffy and they green screened him into the scene. <laughs> I'm just like, what yeah, is happening? Kinda... I, I hate this. Yeah, that is. That was a weird. That's a weird choice. Yeah, they did that for a few. They did that with like everyone meeting snuffy they did it with an old near and far scene with grover it was really weird it wasn't just a one-off thing in the special uh, yeah ugh. that movie <laughs> uh, that movie just sounds so bad this is the worst get it henson needed to make money and i it fell through but it yeah still sucked mhm it's it just it went from being made with a bad company and i felt terrible for the writer of it to going to a new company and they thought giving q-tip man the role of star and producer was a good idea so it was just bad every time it, they 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 were coming up with new ways to suck they were. It was just there was it's, never a good. There's there's a lot of creativity that comes to sucking. Yeah, like, they they that, definitely nailed that, it. It takes effort. Like, <laughs> like yeah, there's boring movies, but the ones that truly mm -hmm. suck, they went the extra mile. My my the way favorite. I see. Oh, go ahead. The way I see it is that art is supposed to elicit an emotional response from you. Any art that makes you feel something is good. If you see something and you're like, oh, I hate this, art is still doing its job. Might not be getting the result it, it, it wanted or expected to get out of you, but it's getting a result nonetheless. It's not a good resolve. I, it's a result, though. It, like, there is a lot of movies nowadays that, like, like I want to, I don't want to throw anything one specific company under the bus or Netflix originals that just seem like <laughs> cookie cutter. Like you watch it and you don't feel anything because it's mm. so market tested. Yeah, and the stuff that is actually taking the risks doesn't get promoted over the market tested stuff. I haven't watched a Netflix original in so long. I was telling Maria yeah. the last like. Even, I think, new show in general I've watched was The Midnight Gospel, which was a Netflix original. But that was at least two years ago. I I started watching Jellystone. I'm, I'm trying mm. to make an effort. I just... And I'm watching Ted Lasso right now, but that mm. Canadian show really just <laughs> took up so much of my time and energy. Mm. I, I had to deal with a lot that last season, so I just haven't been able to. I need to watch Jellystone still. I, I don't know if I'll like it, though, because um, I didn't hate Chowder. It just wasn't my kind of humor. I really like schnitzel. And I've heard it's a, the same kind of humor in Jellystone, so I just don't know if I'll get into it or not. It's, it's the same creator. 
yeah it's really it's really cute and fun like i i say give it a chance like again, yeah I, I plan on it definitely it's mainly for people who are huge Hanna Barbera fans, which I wasn't a huge Hanna Barbera fan. Mm-hmm. I I only know like the larger names, yeah, because I didn't have Boomerang growing up. So mm-hmm. I do like see uh the creator because he worked on Group Adventures of Billy and Mandy, and I yeah. loved that show as a kid. I was excited for Jellystone solely because the second I heard it was gonna have the banana splits. Oh my god. I loved the banana splits as a kid. That's such uh, a fun the, show. the original show, not yeah, the yeah. weird horror movie. No, that came out way later. I used to watch the old, old show as a kid. I used to watch it with my mom. They definitely try to let every character have their moment mm-hmm. from what I've seen, which is very good. You want that, especially when you're having a huge show like this. Like if... Uh, yeah. I think a criticism to like the early 2010s Looney Tunes show, where it focused a little too much on Bugs and Daffy when there's this mm-hmm. huge, which Looney Tunes has this great ensemble. Yeah. You can do a lot with, but it's like we, we're always focusing on the same two characters. Yeah. And Hanna Barbera has so many characters. Don't like people are like why aren't Tom and Jerry or like Scooby Doo and Jellystone? It's like because we've got so much other Tom and Jerry and Scooby Doo IP. We don't. Yeah. This is for like the characters who don't get a lot of IP. Yeah, exactly. Like this is for your top cats and your. Mm-hmm. Oh my gosh, I'm forgetting all their names right now. <laughs> I was so your, excited. Your dog for... daddies. Daddy I was doggies. so ready for Top Cat. Banana Splits and Snagglepuss. It's like my three. And uh, d- does it have a Hong Kong Fooey cameo? Because that would also be exciting. I don't know. I've only just started the show. Mm. I think I'm on episode four, but it's got a. Uh, the few characters I do know was uh, like Top Cat, Yogi, and Boo Boo, yeah. and Goldberry um, Hound. Mm-hmm. Droopy, I don't think is. I've seen. I don't think I've seen Droopy yet. Uh, mm-hmm. Miguel Gorilla. Ooh, they they got I think they got Paul of Tompkins to voice McGilla Gorilla or that's another gorilla. Hmm. I Barbear I think just started ripping off themselves at some point and I can't keep track of all their characters. I wouldn't be surprised. Channel Barbera was the only studio that was doing uh animation for TV for decades. Yeah. And then Disney in the nineties was like, <laughs> guess what we're gonna try? <laughs> Money. And then Warner Brothers followed mm-hmm. right behind, and then yeah. Hanna Barbera ended up getting sold to Warner Brothers. But Hanna Barbera has this huge legacy as a result. Yeah. Like you also, it's like a very small Flintstones cameo. But other than that, mm. it's just saying what I've seen. I do like there's this these characters I hadn't heard it before I watched the show. Which you, mm-hmm. if you're on Twitter, you've seen the clips. It's yeah. this, uh, like, dad dog and his little oh, yeah, daughter, yeah. Augie. I, I remember them. seeing them as a kid, but I don't remember their names or any of the cartoons. I just remember them oh existing. I love him. He's, like, the overly, like, it's, like, Augie's just this cute little girl. Yeah. And he's, like, this overprotective, father, like, helicopter dad. Mm-hmm. But it's not, like, at all toxic. It's just really yeah. funny. Well, in the original Hanna-Barbera's, that was his son instead of daughter so they've made jokes in the show of like whatever you say boy daughter 
<laughs> oh yeah, because like he has yeah. uh, Augie. He wanted to take Augie up bowling one night, and they're like, "No, it's an adult only thing." So he grabbed a fake mustache, put it on Augie, and goes, "Hey guys, this is my friend Dave." <laughs> I love it. Like it's, it's good. Like it's just really funny and good, and I like. Yeah. I just love the characters a lot. And there was a uh, Yogi's love interest who, again, I didn't watch a lot of old Yogi Bear cartoons. Yeah, because again, I didn't have Boomerang as a kid. But, like apparently, this character was like just really like just love interest. Mm-hmm. But they, I really like the character they gave her. I think she's like funny and as funny as like a lot of the guys are which you don't see a lot in cartoons with women yeah that's very true because a lot of the times the women in cartoons have to be everything at once so Mm -hmm. it's like okay we have to have her be smart because we only have like one girl in the show we can't have women be stupid (laughs) exactly it's it's instead of adding more female characters it's just let's put all of those female characters into the one character have and give her the personality girl (laughs) <laughs> at least it's not the 80s personality girl <laughs> I would rather have today's 80s. personality than men 80s personality girl was just like really girly but like we hate girl too mm-hmm. we love girl but we hate girl yeah how are you doing today I'm girl I'm girl we love girl because girl pretty we don't like girl because girl girl yeah. And then, like, the 90s, it's like, women have no personality or exact clones of their male counterparts. Yeah. And things did get better in, like, the 2000s. Like, again, we had Grim Adventures yeah. of Billy and Mandy, where it's like, and that could be like, oh, Mandy was, like, this really, like, like she totally changed the mold, but she was different than everybody mm-hmm. else on this show. And you're like, okay. I think. Mandy? I think a and lot he's of those, angry. Yeah, and it's great. Same with um, Gaz in Invader Zim. I haven't watched a lot of Invader Zim, but I've heard great things. Gaz was literally just in her own world. If you say something that she doesn't like, she'll tell you to fuck off and doesn't care. It is great. They even um, say, like, the Powerpuff Girls, where they each had their oh, own yeah. distinct personality, where it's like, yeah, Bubbles was a little girlier, but, like, Awesome was like she was like kind of a little bit more of like the nineties like mm-hmm. like when in charge strips and then there's Buttercup who just wants yeah. to fight. It was a good like. I was gonna say, a lot of those shows that have really good female characters are shows Craig McCracken worked on, whether it was just writing or creating. And I I also have to give a hand to Lauren Faust who worked on a oh, ton of those yeah. shows and. Married, up, who did end up marrying Craig McCracken. Yeah. Yeah. She has like a really great large animation career in front of her as well. Mm-hmm. It's just he really understood characters. Yes. That's, I that's mean, for, for you to have Powerpuff Girls as your college thesis, oh my god. That's, yeah. that's a big deal. That's a really good show coming straight it's- out of college. So wild to me that I it, it was Seth MacFarlane, Craig McCracken, and Butch Hartman were all roommates in college. That is, oh, that is a time. Yeah, what you want about Seth MacFarlane? He's not Butch Hartman. 
This is very true. <laughs> oh boy. Like you might you... not agree with Seth on much, but he's not Butch Hartman. Yeah, Butch Hartman's a bag of beans that I never want to touch. I I've had a lot of emotions on Seth MacFarlane over the years, and now I've kind of reached the point where I'm like, he exists. Good for him. Um, did you see Butch Hartman's art of Sesame Street? No, why would I seek that out? I didn't seek it out. It just appeared on my timeline and I hated it. It he did like oh. a Sesame Street 21 Jump Street parody and it had like Bert and Ernie with guns and I hate it. They would I never. Like I hate the oh. it had Big Bird oh. in it like stealing money. Uh. Not my child. No. That's my son. No. Oh, gross. speaking of Speaking of iffy versus wholesome memes. I didn't see that until like after oh. like I was either watching TV with my mom or it was after work and I'm like Bitch. Yeah. Yeah, I, I'm very upset on behalf of Iffy. Same. But at the same time, Iffy's art is so good that I mm. also thought it was official Sesame Street artwork. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm a little lenient in that respect, but at the same time, credit, like, you have to, like, look these things up yeah. and credit the artist. Like, look up Baby Big Bird on Google before tweeting I mean, something. The other thing, too, though, is literally, I love to make threads of art from Sesame Street books and things like that that I love. And even then, I always put, like, who drew the artwork, what it came from, what year it's from. So it's it's not that difficult. <laughs> And it, yeah, it's like, I, I don't let, which is why I usually, like, if I, like, repost even, like, a joke from Tumblr, I always make sure to keep the username in there. Because I don't yeah. like when people steal, like, jokes I make or, like, yeah. they'll cut me out of tweets I make. I, I hate mm -hmm. that stuff. I really hate I'm when like, people screenshot tweets and then tweet them. Oh, you mean Leah's life story? Just retweet the tweet. Oh, I feel bad. Um, I I don't know if you know Leah. I I know. Say, I don't follow. Not gonna say them, her Twitter at. I know them. I've I've seen them on the timeline quite a few times. She'll have like these banger tweets. Mm -hmm. Then someone will screenshot them and then like post the screenshot and they'll get more engagement than the actual tweet got. Yeah, yeah. It's like no. Don't do that to don't do that to Leah. Yeah, it sucks. I hate it when people do that kind of stuff. And I just, we got a new Stranger Things trailer today with, like, three new clips. I haven't watched it yet, but I saw it at one point on my timeline. It's just a few stills. It's not, like, a lot mm. that gives away the, like, I, I'd say the only spoiler is that Eleven has bangs now. I did They see that. don't look good. I agree. <laughs> my, my, my mutual, she was like, like no it looks good i'm like you're lying to yourself mm -mm. Mm -mm -mm -mm. i've seen you do this before you're lying to yourself <laughs> you've known each other for what five six years you're lying to yourself <laughs> i feel like i'm turning into a boomer because i'm like you kids need to stop <laughs> being so offended try it's being like, me <laughs> and i'm just like no i'm having like these people come into i had people come into my med my, like call one of my mutuals say they're biphobic or something that wasn't even biphobic and i'd be like no it's 
I'm like, that's not biphobic. And they're not even bi. Yeah. And I'm like, why are you speaking for me? Please don't. <laughs> I really don't want you to. Jeez. Like, I, I used to make jokes like, oh, it's a shame I like men. And people are like, well, that's biphobic. I'm like, I'm bisexual. <laughs> I can make, I can, I can make that joke. Yeah, it's different when you are the thing. Making the joke about the thing. Also, my taste in men is awful. <laughs> Same. I can totally rip that to shreds. <laughs> uh, no, I think I can count. I think I've had one okay boyfriend, but even then, it was just kind of weird. Like, it didn't work. I've only dated once. I've dated one guy, and we went on one date. Mm. And, which, it went well. It just, we just kind of drifted apart after that. And then, like, yeah. I fast forward a year. I'm going through, like, the worst period of my life. Mm. Like, let's just say within a month, my grandfather fell out of a tree with a chainsaw. My mom told mm. me she had cancer. And, yep. like, I was doing this, like, thought my dorm room was haunted. I was just mentally hmm. not well. Yeah. It's a lot. Like, I would say, so far to say, I was, like, having a breakdown, or I was on the verge of a breakdown. Mm. And then, like, I started doing this, like, winter interim class, like, this one class. And we got put together, I remember going, like, third day of class, going, that one guy looks really familiar. Turns out the one guy I went on a date with, I look like shit. Again, I'm going through shit. I don't want to, like, tell my, and so I end up getting put with a group with him and choose the groups it just happened so i'm like this fucking sucks i look like shit i'm like mentally in a bad space and i'd say that was like the worst like month of my life mm. hands down worst month of my life jeez you um you reminded me of like uh how do i know this person when i got my job at that grocery store the german one they had us drive two hours away to a warehouse for training where they had like a fake store set up and we would take tests. It, it was wild training. But yeah. um, this one guy came up to me and he ended up being somebody that also worked at my store. But he was like, oh, hey, how are you doing? I haven't seen like he knew my name. Yeah. And I'm like, I have no idea who you are. I still don't know how I knew that person. My best guess is college. No idea. <laughs> we both knew who each other were. Mm. We we talked like the morning before we, put, we were put in a group together. We're like, hey, how are you? <laughs> I lied and said, I'm doing fine. <laughs> As you I do. Was, I like I, I want to say, hey, I feel like I woke up on broken glass this morning, but in, <laughs> off the side of the road in negative 20 degree weather. But, you know, fine. Well, now now we live in an age where inside exists. So if someone asks how you're doing, you could just be like, have you seen Bo Burnham's inside? <laughs> That's literally how I felt. I would I, I would literally just send him the video of like shit and then be like, yep, this is where I'm at today. <laughs> I just get really scared trying oh to call God. someone on the phone. It's the point where I will Same. push it off for days. Oh. Don't even get me started with Zoom calls. 
costumes I can do a little better. If I have to show my camera for show my face on camera for anything, I will I, cry um, afterwards. When I applied for Disney, I had to do a phone interview because I wasn't planning on moving unless I got the job. <laughs> that was terrifying. I'm used to doing like Zoom interviews and phone interviews. Like I feel like it's gonna sound so weird. But like I change mentalities oh, yeah. when I do job interviews yeah. or when I go to work or when I do the podcast. Like Me I'm and in Maria different talking about having a podcast sona where you just go into a different mindset. <laughs> oh, I really do. There are very have been very few episodes where mm-hmm. I'm just exhausted throughout. Like, if I'm like, there's many where I've been yeah. exhausted before and I like just turn it on. Um, kind of thing, but like, just telling you now, whoever I am on this podcast, <laughs> I am not at work. <laughs> whoever I am on this podcast, I am not yeah. with my family. It's great. Oh, I'm sorry, I'm hitting my mic. I talk with my hands so much. It's an issue. I, um... I'm I'm part Italian. Not really, but, like, I talk... I'm very lucky with my microphone, because I can literally just... There's there's nothing. Well, I fight this thing (laughs) every time I use it. You and Maria will make fun of me, because I... No, that's why we make fun of you. Like, it's it's very (laughs) lighthearted. It's... I feel bad because I literally sometimes yeah. I just need a no, it with something. Oh, so, like if someone. So I have at work, I've got a rubber mm-hmm. band on my desk. You can leave this in because this is fine. I keep a rubber band on my desk so that if someone comes over and wants to like just like ask me a question or something, I will grab the rubber band because I have yeah. to get away from typing or whatever. And I will start yeah. like fidgeting with the rubber band. It's, like they like, and I try to play it off nonchalantly, but I know if I don't do that, I will be. No, I guess that completely. Um, I I'm I don't have fidgeting problems as much as I did when I was younger, but I always had to do something like that when I was younger. Just have to do something. Mm-hmm. You just have to do something. It's not like, oh, I have to fit, like, you know, just fidget. Like, yeah, I'm yeah, exactly. It's, it's when good. you're idle. But if I just have to, like, it's just like, if I'm, which is why I, like, I, like, sitting still is mm-hmm. a nightmare for me. I don't like, I don't like plane rides because, yeah. again, I can't move around a lot. I feel like if I move around too much, I'm going to annoy the person, whoever's next to me. And they like, which they're, pro- which they'll mostly be like, okay, whatever, mm-hmm. just don't like hit me. But I like, I just like, I don't want to like yeah. make things awkward. And when I go on a plane, I will purposely get a flight that leaves at like 6 a.m. And then I'll just prop the little table down and sleep for the whole flight. It's, it's, yeah, I, 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 try to keep myself distracted but I, I i'm bad sometimes i'm just if or like there are just some days like i can't like i don't want to be like all oh, my adhd is coming yeah. up again but yeah. no there are days where, yeah like, definitely it's really bad you just wake up and yeah. you're like oh yeah no i promise whenever we joke about that it is completely lighthearted. 
Oh yeah, oh yeah, I totally, I totally get it. Like, because again, I feel like we know each other well yeah, enough. Yeah, yeah. We can, can't make fun of that. You can make fun of me for liking Muppets. We're at that stage. <laughs> we are. But again, if anybody else makes fun of me for it, I'm coming. If anyone for them. else makes fun of you for it, I'm coming for them. <laughs> yeah. Also, Maria went to my DMs last night, and she said, "Okay." This is how I was going to originally ask out Sprout. <laughs> she was going to ask for my permission first. Like, we were an old-timey family, and you were my child, and I was your strict father. <laughs> and I was going to see if Maria was, was honorable enough for you. <laughs> oh, I love that. That's hilarious. It is really... Like, I'm just like, that's... I, I told Maria that because she phrased it differently. She's like, well, you're not wrong. <laughs> <laughs> so for all intents and purposes, I am your yield yield strict father, and you are my Victorian child. Fair enough. <laughs> that is so funny. Ugh. Man. Then Richard, Richard asked me about, like, what's going on? Like, when you would, when the Tuesday happened. I'm just calling it Tuesday because <laughs> that's what it was. It was I literally just I literally just started talking about Murdoch mysteries. I'm like, I know that's not what he's asking about, but I feel like it, this is the funnier, like this is the better. Yeah, response. you have to answer with that. Like, well, these dang Canadians. <laughs> we saw the murders. <laughs> Maria and Sprout, no idea, but these Canadians. We also didn't know. <laughs> yeah, that's that's kind of what I figured. That's what I kind of interpreted it as. I'm like, yeah. I'm gonna give them space. Yeah. Join the freak out. Just keep the freak out going. Just try to keep them away from it. Yeah. It was like, I don't know if you've been to a wedding, but this is gonna sound mm -hmm. so weird. But like, not to say that you and Marie are getting married, but like, yeah. In the wedding, like, after the ceremony, like, the bride and groom, they disappear for a while, and everybody else is just, like, getting drunk. I felt like that period of time. <laughs> I understand that. Man, I haven't been to a wedding in forever. I went to uh, one not too long ago, because my cousin got married. Yeah. It's really nice. It was really great. It was a lovely ceremony. I like her, I like her fiancé. He's great, and... It was really nice, and also the Bucks won that night, so, you know, yay. I'm a huge basketball fan, apparently, now. Space Jam really did a number on me. <laughs> it it made you slam, and it welcomed you to the jam. I was, I was, it was such a good moment for me. I, I felt like such a lifetime ago, but wow, what a time. What, a time. what did you, what did you think of the new Space Jam? I don't think we've talked about it. I watched it when I got home because my uh my cousin's wedding was way out of state. So I flew home, which I had so many airline I don't know if you follow me on Twitter, but if you do, you know I have yeah. I had so many airline issues that day. And it was I got home late at night and I'm just like I'm so tired. I have my first day at my new job tomorrow. I'm watching Space Jam too. <laughs> And my thoughts on Space Jam 2 is that it's better than the original Space Jam as a movie. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Uh, this is avoiding any nostalgia because I don't have uh, any nostalgia for the original Space Jam. I watched it for the first Same. time this year. So I don't yeah. have, so I can't really look at it from that perspective. As a movie, it's better. Don Cheadle is a rock star. 
of Don Cheadle. Uh, LeBron, better actor than Michael Jordan. Mm-hmm. I, I, uh, the movie itself, I'm not, it doesn't deserve all, it didn't deserve all the hate it was warranted. Zendaya yeah, didn't deserve the hate she got. Yeah. Because she got so much crap, and it, I don't want to be, I, again, I get it, which, it did come down to a lot of racism and misogyny. Mm-hmm. So, it did. It really did. If you're gonna pretend like it didn't, look in the mirror. Yeah. If you're coming up with stupid rumors and lies to come up with reasons why you should send hate to this woman, mm-hmm. you, you gotta look internally why you believe yeah. those rumors so deeply. The only things that I think were really, really bad about Space Jam 2, which have nothing to do with the movie. Um, one, I'm not sure if it's I need to research into it more to see if it's accurate, but apparently the original Lola had recorded all of the lines prior and then they replaced her. That was the that was the rumor I was talking about. Okay. Also, that report that she and the, this was taken from a very old article, I want to say either late 2020 or earlier this year before we were given any information because I've been following this movie for a long time. Mm-hmm. It was an article that said that the original voice actress uh, Kate Sushi or Kat Sushi was going to be in was going to be in Space Jam Two. Yeah, that was it. It was okay. nothing a the a rumor about the she recorded all the lines. That was an mm-hmm. IMDb trivia fact, which can be <laughs> edited by anyone. Yeah, yeah. So. There's absolutely no sources to back that up. And that article was written by the time where we thought Eric Bauza was playing Bugs in Space Jam. So maybe all the sources from that early on aren't yeah. the most accurate. Also, mm-hmm. it takes a long time to do all the dubbing with the uh, voice, mm-hmm. the mouth. So yeah, it didn't take, I want to it didn't take set, like set, like and do that in less than seven months. Yeah. No, my my other gripe with the movie is very true, and that was the fact that they weren't crediting everybody in the credits of the movie. That is, yeah, I, I was fully not agree cool. With that. that was oh, yeah, really I messed cool up. That either. It's it's not only a fact of oh, it's cool to have my name in the credits. It's a fact of that's what's going to get you jobs in the future. Also, if you do something, you deserve credit for it. Yeah, it's it's really such a simple thing. Yeah. If, if you make a necklace, you're not gonna, like, some department, some big department store sells that necklace and says, it was made by us, big department store, and nobody else. Yeah, that kind of sucks. That's why designers put their names on labels. Yeah. Because they want the credit. Mm-hmm. He was, uh, you said, Saint Laurent, he didn't go, yeah, my name would make a great company name. No, he just wanted some credit for some clothes he was making. Yeah. It all comes down to people wanting credit. Long had to fight in the 30s for his name to get on original Looney Tunes cartoons. Mm-hmm. Not because he needed the jobs or anything, because he was already very successful. He was also doing very well in radio at the time. But he did it. He did it because he wanted to be credited for the stuff he did. Exactly. Who to be credited when they do stuff? Yeah. It's not a difficult concept, and I get, especially with, like, television animation, like, okay, we're not going to list every single animator, we're just going to list the studio. Okay, but this is a movie. The credits can be so long. 
Yeah. Be unbelievably long. You have all the time in the world. If Marvel yeah. is out there crediting their coffee guys who were there in Russia, then maybe you should credit your maybe you can credit your artists. And and like I said, especially with animation jobs, not having your name in those credits can keep you from getting another job. That that's exactly. the kind of stuff they look for. Exactly. It's ridiculous. Give people the credit they deserve for their work and pay mm-hmm. people what they deserve for sex. Yes, please. These are the two most least co- these are the two least controversial statements in the world. Right? Everybody agrees with. Pay people for what they do, credit them for what they do. It's mm-hmm. not hard. It really isn't. And if you can't afford to pay for something right now, it's okay. Save up. We'll get there. Mm-mm-mm. So that's Spill that was it. my biggest gripe with Space Jam 2. It doesn't even have to do with the movie. I did love Don Cheadle's performance. Oh, yeah, definitely. Also, like, even if he did just, like, a voice role, I think he still would have killed it because he oh, brought yeah. so much to that role. Definitely. So, I, like, yeah. But there were, very, there's like, a few parts of the movie where he was animated and it looked so good. I would have loved mm-hmm. to see more of that. I agree. Also, Space Jam's meant to be fun if you're taking Space Jam too seriously, not including the crediting issue. Yeah. Outside, go touch some grass. If you're taking the actual movie itself seriously, <laughs> you are upset by the big Chungus cameo. Go outside. <laughs> Literally, just, just go. Just go outside. Please go outside. Go outside. Go outside. Go outside. Touch all the grass. Jamal. Mel, I I am a big Mel Blanc fan. So. Yeah, he's got a long list of credentials. So when my uh, grandmother passed away, we started raiding her house for stuff. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, families do when they want things yeah. after somebody passes away. Yeah, she, my grandparents they always had one of the bedrooms because my grandfather was a huge Looney Tunes fan. Mm-hmm. Huge Looney Tunes fan. He had the uh, poster that Warner Brothers sent out after Mel Blanc died with all the Looney Tunes supporting oh. him. I wanted that so bad. That was like the thing I wanted. Yeah. And I, I have that. It's in the basement right now, but I'm That's so awesome. happy I have it. Yeah. My grandfather, just to uh, let y'all know how big of a Looney Tunes fan my grandfather was, Kitchen had Looney Tunes mugs. He had, he had like a collection of Looney Tunes ties. And he had a statue of Daffy Duck on the patio. I love that. My uncle has all of them now. We are keeping that in the family. <laughs> Good. That's like um, my parents have an entire room of Disney stuff that they just collected over the decade that they worked there. And it's crazy. I was, I was literally raised to be a Warner Brothers adult. <laughs> I was the opposite. I was raised to be a Disney adult. Which, uh... <laughs> <laughs> nobody nobody talks about the Warner Brothers adults because nobody cares about the Warner Brothers adults. You don't have a theme park. You have six flags. Do they still do Looney Tunes stuff? I've never been to a Six Flags. It's like cheap Disney. Yeah. Like it's real cheap. Like it's like 
Like it costs like if I were to go to the go to the park right now, I would only have to pay forty dollars for a ticket. Yeah, that's like um I've been to Kings Island and Carowinds, which are both Cedar Point parks, and I think it's the same kind of vibe as Six Flags. And it's just nice if you're like if you're just like I want to go to a theme park and I'm yeah. not a complete nerd and I want to save money. <laughs> Those are the parks where I'm like, I just want to go and ride a million roller coasters for the day. Also, it's just, it's it's not like, oh, look at the scenery. Look at all the details they put into it. It's just, we're going to have fun. We're yeah. Gonna have a good, we're going we're, we're gonna to have some good times. We're going to meet some Looney Tunes. Mm-hmm. We're going to get lunch. And then maybe we can go on like some water slides and call it a day. <gasps> Speaking of prices and overly expensive things. No. Did you see Disney release the prices for how much a stay is in their new Star Wars hotel? $5,000 for two people. For two nights. Ow. That's not even a long stay. Now, if Canada were to have a Murdoch Mysteries hotel, my <laughs> mother and I would seriously be making some investments into that. I really, really wanted to do, I don't know if they still hold them, but they had... um like murder mystery escape rooms in London based on BBC Sherlock. Like I, I feel like Canada could do that with Murdoch if they like yeah. marketed Murdoch more and not be like, oh, you can only watch it on this one specific cable channel in America. <laughs> you can maybe watch it on Hulu and you can watch it on Amazon if you have the Canadian package. Like who's buying the Canadian package yeah, no. except for my no mother and I? That. It's like it's all the episodes are on daily motion, so you just have That's to so dig. Funny. Have to yeah. dig. CBC's not going to listen to this. <laughs> CBC, if you like Muppets, you should come on our podcast. Fun, do it. We'll have a fun discussion about Kermit the Frog in Murdoch Mysteries. You can talk about which character, what, what Muppets, every Murdoch Mysteries character is. <laughs> Please, I love this episode. It could just be, it'll king off on my theory about why Gonzo was watched solely because they both have abandonment issues and are gay. (laughs) Beautiful. It's the the perfect, it's it's perfect. So I remember we were talking about Muppets potentially doing like a murder mystery in our ideas episode. Yeah. I love that. I love so like now I'm like really thinking about it more, and I'm also thinking, yeah. okay, if I were to direct an episode of Murdoch, what would I do? And the first thing I would thought of is not torture the characters, which I was already five steps oh, farther than where the show is now. Getting <laughs> <laughs> this is off topic completely. Did you see the tweet that Scooter posted earlier today? About the glasses? Yeah. Oh. Did you see my response to it? Yeah, with the, the mother guys talking. <laughs> That's all I could think of. I always forget we named this podcast after a movie. Same. I, I always want to call it Muppet Fans Talking because I'm so used to saying the name of the show. I call remember that episode where I called the uh the podcast Muppet Guys Talking or I think I called the movie Muppet Fans Talking. Too. I think that was like one of the first few episodes. 
I think it was the Frank episode. <laughs> the episode oh, no! of so much mistake. <laughs> I really tried to like we're gonna have like a you know a tight, concise episode. No. No. <laughs> The Frank episode. So funny. <laughs> I, Ruby's like, I hope he listens to this podcast and goes, what a disaster. <laughs> an absolute disaster. I, the older I get, the more I'm like, I want to be like Jim. I want to mm-hmm. see the best in everyone. I want to know mm-hmm. that everybody has some good in them. Yeah. The older I get, the more I know I'm Frank and I'm just like, these stupid, stupid. Mm-hmm. Where word. <laughs> I mean it is Frank. I that's that's who I I I just became Frank Oz without like the puppets or little shop of horrors. I just became Frank Oz. It's like it's like the you either die as SpongeBob or live old enough to become a Squidward. Yeah. I try to be optimistic on here, but like, no, no. <laughs> I I try to be a realist. I will be optimistic if I legitimately see that being an outcome. Otherwise, I'll just tell you as it is, like now. Oh, I'm an optimist because I like to lie to myself. So you know, <laughs> it's like that with me. I'm that kind of person. <laughs> the glass is half full because if I think it's empty, I'll freak out. Me. I keep hitting my mic. I'm so bad this episode. Can you tell you're how good. to practice? You're, you're so good. Can you tell? <laughs> oh, man. It's so crazy. It's been such a hot minute since you've been able to record. It really has. I've missed it. It's going to be right. weird hearing hearing my voice again. <laughs> Everyone's gonna be like, oh, wait, she's back? <laughs> no. I don't really do this. I didn't really do this for the lesson, for the yeah, no. notoriety when I started no. this. I just did this because I'm like, this seems fun. Literally, I get to talk for like three hours to my friend and girlfriend. It is a great time. Exactly. I just, yeah. I get to like, like, not only do I get to just like info dump about Muppets, I also get to info yeah. dump about weird Canadian TV shows. So, you know. <laughs> And Space Jam. Yes. And Jellystone. Right. Which I still need to see. I, I really do need to watch that. I yeah, it's so weird. Cause I'm always used to there being some sort of like community when I get into something. But with yeah. this one murder show, nothing on Twitter. That's how I was with Midnight Gospel. <laughs> it's just wide moms. Tumblr, there is an active community, but they're like they're also like smashing bricks against their head at this point, wanting content. Oh, no. There's one person who's rebuilding the entire set out of cardboard. I saw pictures of that. I think you posted them on Twitter. I did. And she's just like, "Well, I'm waiting for my hot glue gun to like warm up. So here's some more head cannons." And I'm just like, "Oh my <laughs> gosh, you're not like, oh my gosh, you still have the offices left." <laughs> I'm like, why are you it. doing this to yourself? That's that's one of those moments where I'm like, at what point do you just buy The Sims and do it? I haven't made a Sims game with them yet because I'm just like, okay, I could. I I know like 
I'm worried it won't go the way I want it to because you can't pre-install period time homophobia into The Sims. So it's I'm not sure there's accurate. a mod for it. <laughs> How to make my Sims homophobic? Because I I think I've seen um someone posted a thing where they were like I have mods so your animals can get human traits and one of them got homophobic. So, so I'm pretty sure you can mod homophobia into your Sims game. Perfect. Now, how do I give my Sims abandonment issues? <laughs> I, I thought about making an edit today at work during a little downtime where I was just drinking water like I do. And mm-hmm. I thought, I'm like, I could make like a really silly like slideshow edit about everything these characters are like. What's the main thing holding them back from their successes? Like, is a black woman and like it's the 1900s so like you know you can't get in that like one's gay one's catholic one's woman one's british <laughs> one's short <laughs> they have entire episodes dedicated to how the lead can't get promoted because he's catholic <laughs> it's not because it's against his beliefs they just like no we don't want a dirty openly catholic man being in charge of a police station you weirdo <laughs> This is giving me off-topic vibes. Um, I've never watched House, but and I'll probably cut this. But apparently, there's an episode of a guy in the hospital, and it turns out he's asexual, and they cure him of his asexuality. It was something wrong with his brain. You haven't had, as far as I know, because again, I haven't watched the first ten seasons, which I hear are just messy... Upon their own accord. Oh no. But like it's yeah, it's 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 that's a whole thing. They're just like, it's weird how like we only have like a like first seven seasons. It's like it's weird how we only have like a few characters of color and like yeah. exactly half of them were the murderers. <laughs> yeah. It's like like they they've done the math on it too. Like they've really thought about it. That also sounds like supernatural. It really could have been a supernatural type show <laughs> if it aired on the CW and not the CBC. If his, if his audience just wasn't wine moms. Speaking of CW shows, oh, the no. Powerpuff Girls. I hate it. I can't believe they're still working on that. Like, I'm glad it's people getting a rewrite. Watch it. I know people, people are going to hate it. watch it and then it's going to get picked up, which is awful. I'm just so happy that Craig McCracken is getting paid. Yeah, so that's happy. the only good thing is that he's getting a paycheck. It's okay, it's just ugh. Mm-mm-mm. See, I feel bad. Think. I mean, at this point, all the CW has is Riverdale. It's like all those mm-hmm. superhero shows—they're like going down because we have like the MCU shows now. Yeah, which blows their shows out of the water solely because they have more of a budget. Well, the, I think, too, um, aren't the CW shows DC shows? Yeah. I don't think like there's any other uh, DC shows yet. They're in, they're, in, they're in the works right now. Exactly. For HBO Max. So it's... So once they start that coming, happens, they're really going to go down. All they have at that point is Riverdale. Yeah. They're going to try to do the Riverdale formula as much as possible. Mm-hmm. And I think that's what we're seeing right now with this Powerpuff Girls. 
I just feel bad for Craig. I hope he's getting a lot of money, and I know that doesn't solve everything, but, you know, yeah. it helps. I just, like, I understand the feeling of when you have a, like, when you make something like that, that's like your baby. Like, you put so yeah. much time and work into it, and to see someone just destroy it. I Even with the leaked script, the thing that bothered me more than just, like, the usual CW crap mm-hmm. was that they acted like the original Powerpuff Girls cartoon was this bad propaganda. Yeah, like, It exactly. was something to be ashamed of. It's like, no, mm-hmm. no. Yeah. The people watching this show, people who will watch this show had strong had strong emotions tied to the original. Mm-hmm. You're, by insulting it, you're insulting your audience. Yeah. You're also insulting your characters. Mm-hmm. There's nothing to be gained by just insulting yeah. property. And that's not, like, lightly parodying or making fun of it, which, totally acceptable, do that. Parody the ridiculous aspects of things. I love that. But don't just go thing bad with the thing you're, with the thing you're, re- you're rebooting. Yeah, I agree. That's not how you should look at things. Mm. Oh, I dread when that show comes out. Oh, same. It's the also... other pandemic. Yeah, right. The television pandemic. But hey, at least we got Muppets. At least we've got Muppets. We got new projects coming. We do. How about that I'm new logo? Excited. I love the new logo. I do too. It still kind of reminds me of Lucas Films, but it reminds like me it. of the old Muppet Show logo. So, I, like mm-hmm. more than anything, so I'm all on board with it. I love, love the vintage vibes think it, things you have, which not to insult the old Muppet Studios logo from the early 2010s, with like the Kermitized M. It just felt like the Muppets are just Kermit. I hated and... the the one where it was literally those really skinny uh, serif letters that were green. Ugh. That one was really bad. I hated that one, too. Like, I didn't like that one because I feel like the Muppets are just, more, they're more than Kermit. Yeah, they definitely are. Not to insult my boy Kermit here, but... There are more Muppets than Kermit, and there are other really funny, great Muppets, and it's just kind of narrowing down Kermit as the Muppet. It just feels weird. I agree. I would also like to start the rumor that the reason I left the podcast and that I'm doing this without Maria- Rigby! There we go. You can watch her slobber my blanket. Love it. (laughs) Oh, but I would like to start the rumor that the reason I left the podcast and that the reason that Marie and I are recording these this week's episodes separately is because we are fighting. You don't know about what, but we are fighting. <laughs> it's a serious rivalry. We can't stand to see each other's faces. It's bad. <laughs> you didn't want to deal with the mushy gushiness of us together in the podcast. No, I can only deal with you one at a time now. <laughs> It's bad because whenever it's just whenever it'll be just you and Maria, y'all will just be flirting. Whenever it's yeah. just me and Maria, we're just gonna be fighting. There's literally <laughs> no middleman at all. 
it's so funny. I, I, I literally made the joke that you and Maria are Bert and Ernie and I'm the couch. <laughs> I'm so just hormossing it up over here. <laughs> B said that she's Big Bird. Oh, I love Big Bird. I love I love all it's four like, of these characters though. It's like I'm the sweet one and I'm like I'm the whore. <laughs> Does that mean the podcast is just Sesame Street? This podcast is literally Sesame Street. <laughs> I mean, I, you could also say that you and Maria are Gonzo and Camilla and I'm Rizzo, but... <laughs> Does that mean B's Pepe? Is Pepe. <laughs> I had the most cursed thought the other day. The I... most cursed thought. Um, oh, who post? I think it was Chloe posted saying um they should do a cover of thunderstruck by acdc with pepe and animal yes and the very next thing that came to my mind that i hate with a passion is pepe singing big balls by acdc because i can hear it so clearly <laughs> in my head <laughs> even rigby didn't like it she ran away <laughs> she's like i it's heard balls no the most cursed thought and i hate it <laughs> it's terrible I hate how clearly I can hear it in my mind Bill Beretta do it <laughs> Bill, Bill do Beretta it. if you're listening to this do podcast do it do it do it <laughs> it wouldn't be too out of the realm since I've done so many song parodies though I love their Bohemian Rhapsody parody a lot. It just I, I thought yeah. it just really showed off everybody perfectly. Did you know that was the first um video in 1080p uploaded to YouTube? Yes. Yeah. No, my Muppet history. <laughs> I'm a Muppet history nerd. Watch out, Josh. We're coming for you. So it's so weird. I like responded to Josh where he was like talking about all the people who are connected to Muppets and I posted the video of Jerry from Muppet Fans talking this poor screen recording from my phone to my laptop. It has 9,000 views and people That's will crazy. still like it to this day and I'm just Jeez. like this video wasn't nice enough quality for this. <laughs> I feel like I'm not only doing the people dirty but I'm doing Jerry dirty and I, I can't, mm. that is something I cannot deal with. I Still is really everything. Was my my one concern with dresses becoming popular for like men's fashion mm -hmm. is that we're gonna get some of the ugliest dresses we've ever seen. That's oh. my main concern. My you know my one like, hope though is dresses starting to actually get pockets more regularly. It's starting to happen because everybody mm. likes a good dress with pockets. Yeah. I just hope women's pants starts having start having pockets again soon. Ugh, right. It's like yeah, I have a purse, but sometimes I just want to put something in my pocket and go. Mm -hmm. At at one point in high school, when skinny jeans were the the fashion, I would just buy men's skinny jeans because you can't tell, and they have huge fucking pockets. You could fit a whole soda in there. Men's pockets are absolutely ridiculous, and with mm -hmm. women, it's like, well, maybe you can fit a key in there. Right. If. You can fit half your phone. I'm just like, I want, like, and now I'm like, okay, I guess I'll carry a purse and, like, have to worry about that. And, like, I 
it's fine. I'm I'm used to it at this point, but like I still want some fucking pockets. Yeah, no. I don't want to have to dig through my purse every time I want to use my phone. Yeah. Also, but like you know how like when people are like gender neutral fashion is gonna be the next big thing, and then it was all just really ugly and boring. Yes, it was terrible. I'm like, okay, all the people who I know who'd like love some gender neutral stuff wouldn't wear this because all the gender neutral fans I know dress like clowncore fans. You're correct. It's it's a stereotype if it's true. (laughs) That's the question. White people not being able to dance. Is it a stereotype if it's true? You just reminded me of the funniest fucking thing. Um, I was talking to Richard and I made I made a spice joke. Like first it was one about time and then salt. And he was like, I don't know how to respond to this. And I was I wrote, honestly, I don't either because I'm white and I only know like two different spices. But then he slayed me. He literally killed me. He was like Honestly, your white card came out the second you mentioned Billy Joel earlier. <laughs> I just it's died. True. It's so true. It's like, I can't even like lie. The only spices I had when I was living by myself were salt, pepper, and garlic, and like <laughs> onion, like garlic powder. It was like the three stereotypical white people spices. So funny. I can't even consider salt and pepper spices. Th- no, those, those aren't are... spices. Those are basically oh, condiments. I know. <laughs> I like. I don't know how to cook. Okay. Same. Same. I keep burning water making eggs. That that's been like a thing recently. <laughs> I need like to either like marry someone who can cook or get a male wife. <laughs> I've sent pictures of my food to Maria and just like, what the fuck is this? <laughs> Maria's not wrong. She's not wrong. She's not. Oh, it's so funny. I, will... I remember those, be- that I remember like something like the pancakes you sent. Because <laughs> you can't flip it. You know what's sad? I have scrambled pancakes more than once <laughs> that's been a, a re oh do you want to see a bad one i found um i found a picture from a time i tried to make sushi which no. don't get me wrong it tasted correct <laughs> i had that going for me it did taste like sushi Sprout, it's oh. a good thing you're a vegetarian you're, you're a vegetarian because then you never have to because I don't trust you cooking any sort of meat. Oh, same. Fish. Jeez, of any no. kind. You are very lucky that you're a vegetarian. I made I made cream of wheat the other day and somehow made it a dough. How do you make cream of wheat wrong? <laughs> no! This is what I'm talking about. Okay, so there's my sushi. I'll send you the cream of wheat as well. I turned I oh. turned part of the cream of wheat into a fish. Hey, the sushi doesn't look bad. It just like d- it, <laughs> it looks like scraps no, is... of seaweed. <laughs> like, you know, this is probably like your first time rolling with seaweed, so you know like So here's the learning. thing. It rolled perfectly. 
I just think I waited too long because when I cut it, the seaweed was sticky and it wasn't cutting cor- correctly. You know what? You you live and you learn it. You gotta taste it good. There's no defense for that cream of wheat, though. I'm sorry. How did you screw that up? I made dough of wheat. <laughs> <laughs> it's. I literally made part of it into a fish like Play-Doh. <laughs> how? How? And then I'll send you a picture of some of my burnt water as well, since uh, that's a thing that happens. <laughs> you literally burn water. There you go. Have some burnt water. <laughs> no, my favorite, my favorite hobby is watching Chopped with my mother. And then going, I could do that. When in reality, if I did that, I'd, like, cut off my finger. I feel that. Except I would look at it and be like, wow, that's so advanced when it's just, like, microwaving something. (laughs) It's literally me watching Chopped. I'm like, wow, these are really the top of their craft. And my mom's like, he's just cutting an apple. (laughs) That's me! (laughs) Like, the ingenuity he has. My mom also really likes watching them cut stuff up because, like, they're so fast. It's so yeah. entertaining. Oh, but if I was ever in a chop situation, I would cry because I wouldn't know what to do. There's They'd be a... like, you have, you have a box of cereal and lettuce and uh, fruit snacks. And I'd be like, no! <laughs> <laughs> I hate this! For your tab. The, the Try Guys have a series where they try to cook things without a recipe. <laughs> it is an actual nightmare every single time. I just Beautiful. think of those uh, old Dan and Phil cooking videos. Oh, God. <laughs> where you're just like, no, you don't <laughs> do that. No. Oh, memories. Yeah. I would watch those to feel better about myself. Same, same. It was, it's like, I need a, like, a mood left. And my mom was like, is it because it's funny? I'm like, no, because I know I'm not this stupid. (laughs) Hey, you can just look at my burnt water and remember that you can cook better than me. Your cream of dough. (laughs) (laughs) Or your dough of wheat. My dough of wheat and my scrambled pancakes. My brother is like a like he's like a like a good cook. Oh. Then there's me who's like is scared to cook meat. I'm like the only meat I like when I was living alone. The only meat I would eat was like when I would like go to get like fast food. Yeah, because I was so scared to cook it. <laughs> I'm like, what if it's raw and I get sick and die? Hey, you can eat raw fish. Oh, I hate fish. I don't like the texture. It feels like it's swimming down my throat. No, no. I've never... I've had fake fish. Fake fish is weird. That might be, like, real fish, though. Real it's fish it's not. Weird. It's, um... There's a brand... I'm sure it's better now, because I bought this years ago, and it was the first time anyone had made actual, like, vegetarian fish. And it tasted Ugh. like... Fake chicken with the smell, like whenever you smell something and you kind of taste it, that of fish. 
It was weird. It wasn't terrible, but it was weird. So I'm sure Fake Fish is better now than when it first came out, but I just haven't tried it. I come from a family of fishermen. I like I, I live in the Midwest where it's like fish fries are like a very common thing on Fridays. Like that's what people do. Yeah. And I still don't like fish. It's just such a texture issue for me. Yeah. I can't. There's a lot of foods where it's just texture. Like mushrooms are so gross. Can't do mushrooms. Like my, like my mom's like, you have to expand your palate. I'm like, I'm an adult. I can go yeah, to the no. store, buy whatever I want, and avoid all the things that I like give me texture issues. Mm-hmm. I can do that. I'm an adult. I can like, mm-hmm. there's something in the yogurt I don't like. I'm not eating it. I That's am... why I eat vanilla yogurt. Because <laughs> it's safe. I know it's safe. I love don't like, vanilla like, yogurt. Because, like, if you have, like, strawberry yogurt, like, the yogurt part will taste fine, but then they throw those large, those chunks of strawberries I that, like, never that. taste right, they feel weird mm-hmm. when you're eating it, and, like, you just want to, like, some scarf down some yogurt, and it'll, like, go down your throat, and you're like, eh. Yeah. The only time I eat yogurt with anything in it is if I add my own granola in it as I open the yogurt. <laughs> yeah. But, like, there are, like, very few yogurts where I'm, like, I can eat this. Like, it was vanilla yogurt and then mm-hmm. Light and Fit. There was this yogurt, like, years ago called Light and Fit. They had key lime pie and, like, dreamsicle flavored yeah. yogurt. Those were safe. Those were safe. I, I love, love Have you had Australian yogurt? No, I, I want, no, but I, there's a list of yogurts I want to try. I'm not a Greek yogurt fan. I don't like Greek. Australian is kind of in the middle of Greek yogurt and, like, regular yogurt, where it's a little bit tart, but it's still really sweet. And um, the brand, it was one of the ones where it was, like, two compartments and you dump one half into the other, and it was just honey that you dumped in it. And it was so good. Oh, I need to get that stuff again. Love for murder shows has been kind of and going down into our family. Mm-hmm. Grandmother loved them. My mother loves them. I'm de- I'm destined to love them. <laughs> You're witnessing here is destiny. At least it's not soap operas. No, I, I watched a few of those growing up as well, though. Mm-hmm. I watched those with my neighbor because when I was in Spanish class growing up, mm-hmm. middle school, teachers like you have to have at least thirty minutes of Spanish immersion a week studying. So experiencing some sort of culture so i would go to my neighbor who was at all blues this weekend because her family is bilingual her mom is an yeah. immigrant from mexico and i would go to her house and watch spanish soap operas every day after school they're wild My spanish immersion i loved them <laughs> i there's, love them there is one spanish show that's so fucking funny i can't remember the name of it to save my life i'm gonna see if i can find it on google I watched uh, Atravete uh, La a Senora, Sonar, I think. It was like a teen pop opera. Mm-hmm. So it was really bad. <laughs> they sang Spanish all Degrassi? the time. Ooh, kind of, musical. yeah. The Jonas Brothers were on it. It was That's wild. hilarious. I think this series is from the 90s, if I'm not mistaken. It, it it definitely looks like it's from the 90s. That or the 80s. I still say 90s. Um, 
Oh, I hate that I can never remember the name of this show. The Fruities. That's not it, but that's a quite an interesting title. I originally saw this show when I went to Disneyland one year because it was playing on TV and me and Lily were just enthralled. <laughs> They're so good. I love them. Um... I'm a woman of many tastes. I have my Animaniacs, my Muppets, my murder shows, and my Spanish soap operas. Well, thank you guys for listening to this episode, this very special one-off episode of um, Muppet Fans Talking. It was really great to have Mary back on the show, and I hope to see her back as soon as possible. Um, see you guys later in the week. Bye! And for my final trick, I will make this podcast end. I'm going to need complete silence for this. I look at Richard as like a little brother at this point. Richard is like every is like I think Richard is you, Maria and Maria's little brother. Yeah. Maria was like he's the honorary little brother to Muppet fans talking. He is. I <laughs> I he's so good.